Hi guys, we're your hosts Jillian and Kaylin, and this is Teach Me How to Adult, a podcast on all the things you never learned growing up, like how to buy a home, manage stress, crush your love life, land your dream job, and how to love yourself more, because we could all be a little kinder to ourselves. We're still figuring out how to get our shit together, so we're calling in the experts and the hustlers for some real talk and legit tips on how to live your best life. Adulting isn't easy, but we got you. Hi friends, welcome to this week's episode of Asking for a Friend, where we tackle your biggest questions and deep dive into the experiences that we're going through in our lives. It's V-Day week, and love is obviously very top of mind, but whether you're single in dating or in a relationship or married, red flags and green flags always seem to come up as signs that you need to work on your shit together, things are going amazing, or whether you need to piece the fuck out. Sometimes it's the latter. So today we are tackling a question that a lot of our friends have actually been talking about with us lately, how to spot a red or a green flag in a relationship, and then what to do when the red flags start adding up. And we asked you guys on Instagram to send us your red and green flags, and we collected a bunch from our friends as well, and some from our own lives. So this is just going to be a really fun, really off-the-cuff episode where we go through this list for the first time and discuss slash debate (laughs) which categories these flags really fall into. And we both have our little Valentine's Day drinks that we have made to drink together in this episode. And every time we we debate, we're going to have a a gulp. So just a little sip. Should be a fun one. This is a very one-sided game because yours actually has booze in it and mine doesn't. But that's okay. I'm excited. Let's debate. (laughs) Okay. I'm going to kick us off. Red flag or green flag? Not putting enough effort into dates. Red flag. Huge red flag. Huge, 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 huge red flag. Red flag. It, it's actually like it's really, really shitty when you're dating someone or in a relationship and you want to like plan quality time things and they don't need to be over the top. They don't need to be expensive, but like showing up, putting effort in, planning something nice, putting on something that's not just like sweatpants and giving a shit goes such a long way. I actually this one time had uh, I think I've told the story on the podcast before, but when a guy invited me over on a date and like money was a bit of an issue so we weren't going to go out and that's totally fine he was going to cook for me made me a chicken wrap that was in saran wrap kept in the fridge fucking chicken wrap guy kept in the fridge (laughs) and and he'd already eaten so it was just for me and i got my plate with a saran wrapped wrap and had to eat it in front of him and i've just never wanted to die more so hard red flag so bland oh my god i went okay the worst date i can think of that had zero effort was in university this guy invited me for a date he was like I'm gonna pick you up in my car and I was like oh my god he has a car Mm -hmm. picked me up brought me back to his place and the date was watching family guide (laughs) and drinking beer with his roommate no with his roommate with his roommate and then I called my roommates to uh say there was an emergency and come get me okay I don't think this one was on the list but on the flip side you have to also watch out for love bombing and sometimes they go really, because yes. I will say the worst relationship I've ever had started with probably the best date I've ever had. It was a fucking perfect mm. date. Like we were both really into photography. We did this beautiful hike, went to Toronto Island, went to this like really beautiful viewpoint. There were birds everywhere and we watched the sunset and like had a picnic and got this beautiful photo of us like kissing with the Toronto silhouette in the background. And it was really oh thoughtful. God. It was wow. just a 20 out of 10 and it was super early on too. It was maybe, I don't know, like our second date. So I was very impressed, but that was the work of a psychopath. So just be careful yeah, that also, you know, they're not just kind of like love bombing you. And for anyone who doesn't know what that is, just like coming in real hot and like creating this 
kind of like obsessive level of like giving you so much and it's not sustainable mm-hmm. and it's actually kind of like becomes manipulative. Yeah. That's a red flag too. Yeah. The next one someone wrote into us was not integrating you into their lives. So kind of like creating a church and state relationship with like their friends, their family. That's a red flag for me. Next one we had on the list was when they see your wins and successes as a threat. Like red flag. Obviously red flag. I don't even think we need to discuss yeah. that. If you're threatened if you're threatened by our amazingness, then thank you next. <laughs> Bye. Yeah. I'm so excited for your take on this one. Has the opposite sleep slash wake schedule as you. I'm going to say it's not a red flag because I currently live this life, but do you? Okay. Yeah. I don't think it's a red flag either. I was, Kate, I was talking to one of my friends recently and they were saying that it really bothered them that their partner uh, sleeps in way later than they do and goes to bed way later than they do. And I was like, that's, Mm. that could be a gift one day for you that they, that you have like two hours to yourself where no one's bothering you and you have private time and you can like get shit done and you don't have to worry about them. Like those pockets of like independent time can be really nice. You don't always need to be on the same schedule to have a great relationship. So I don't think that's a red flag. I agree. And I used to be that super annoying girlfriend slash wife that would be like, oh, it's 8 a.m. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Let's do stuff. And Gabe likes like a slow morning and takes a sweet time. And you just got to let them do their thing. That's his time to unwind and, and rest. And it gives me alone time too so yeah 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 I think if you try to force each other into the same schedule and you're not that's when it becomes a problem but if you can like that's a red flag right that's a red flag I had to work on this too I had to understand that just because I want to stay up till 2 a.m every night does not mean it's fair that I make my partner stay up late every night because I was fucking with his boundaries when I was doing that so that was a problem but as long as you can like give each other that space to follow the schedule that works best all good all right this one is uh this is a big one gets very jealous it's a it's a red for me that's 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 a red it's a red it's a red jealousy is really hard I think it's normal in any relationship I feel like it's absolute bullshit to pretend that people don't get jealous occasionally I think like every single person oh yeah pretty much does it's a nuanced answer because if I was like dressed like a hottie going out with like 10 of my dude friends didn't invite them and was like okay bye I'll be home like I don't know maybe tomorrow like and they weren't like I'm sorry what what's going on what you doing like if then they just don't care about you so like having a normal healthy concern and interest in each other is it is fair and normal but when they're creating issues that don't exist when they're jealous to the point of trying to control you that's when it is a, a pretty big red flag yeah next one a mix of being a team while both of you are still your own person. Mm. Green flag. Green. Green flag. That is like the key to a healthy interdependent relationship. We talked a lot about codependency in our last episode and this is like the definition of having a healthy mix of like, yes, doing things together, making plans, having the same values, but then also being your own person and not getting like sucked into the other person that you're dating. So green flag. Couldn't agree more. And following up on that, another one that was sent to us was using we language for problem solving. And also, I think like to add to that, using I instead of you. So I think we is really nice Mm. because you're like, what can we do to help each other? I do that in all of my relationships. I'm really big on not saying like, here's what I want you to do. I'm like, here's what I think we should work on. And then also not being like, you always do this, but I feel hurt when this happens. And I think we should work towards a solution on this. And like, what would help us feel better? That's a huge green flag for me. I love that. And honestly, even if you're like not really feeling like you are part of the problem in the conversation that you're having, using that language just instantly defuses the other person. But do you know what I'm saying? Like it it gets their guard down. Yeah. 
de-escalates. Yeah. Green flags. Green. Another one that we got that I friggin' love. So obviously it's a green flag. You fight well and you fight constructively. This right off the bat was kind of one of the key things that I realized like, okay, Gabe is a keeper. When we started having like our first few fights in a relationship, I don't know. He like read some relationship book, which I also green flag, like he's doing the work. (laughs) He was reading a relationship book and I remember we were arguing and I was arguing about something that had happened like months back. And he was like, no, we need to stay and argue about the present things in the moment. Let's not fight in the past. Mm -hmm. We already dealt with that issue. The only nuance I would give about fighting in the past, because I have struggled with this and we actually got someone wrote in fighting in the past. I don't know what color you get when you put red and green together. Black. It's a black flag because it's like brown, brown, brown flag. Sludge. It's a muddy flag for me because if you have resolved, like if you've actually resolved an issue and you continue to lord it mm-hmm. over each other and like fight in the past, that's a red flag. I don't agree with it. I felt like I was doing that in, in a relationship that I was in in the past. And I was like, why am I doing this? I know better. I know better. And I was being really hard on myself of like, why am I dredging up the past all the time? And what I realized when Mm. I started to be a bit more like exploratory and compassionate towards myself was that it wasn't resolved. I kept bringing it up because I didn't have a resolution. We were avoiding it. Like we would discuss it. We would fight and then we would have to just move on. But I never felt on the same page. I never felt like we landed on an action plan on how to avoid this again. So it was still raw for me. It was still unfinished. So I do think if you're living in the past a bit in your arguments, ask yourself why. And if it's because you're just kind of being a dick then like stop um (laughs) then don't don't be a fucking dick dick, (laughs) move on um (laughs) but if you are just like struggling because there's no resolution then fair enough but revisit it with that language or you're not feeling like you have the closure that you need exactly exactly they might feel like it but you're not it's not closed for you a hundred percent and i i would that makes i would end a relationship or stop dating someone if they were a really bad bad fighter bad arguer it says so much about a person this next one that someone wrote in, they apologize when they've fucked up. That is a green flag to the max for me. Green. That is like the sexiest thing a guy can do. I was do. just going to say lady boner. Whoever you're dating. Major lady boner. Love it. Lady boner. <laughs> I know I love that. And yeah. I've like learned a lot about my, like how to apologize myself more when and like own your shit. And you feel good too when you own your shit and you're like, hey, I was really wrong about that and I'm sorry. You like walk away being like, yeah. am I? Am I better than everyone? Am I kidding? <laughs> Am I the best wife ever? Yeah. Oh my God. I know. Even I was telling you this, the past, our daycare was closed for 10 days. And we, when we were chatting, you're like, how you doing? And I'm like, it's a goddamn miracle. I'm not divorced and fired right now. <laughs> like straight up. And a lot of that has to do with Gabe and I just like genuinely apolo- apologizing for when we lost our shit on each other these past 10 days. Cause it was inevi- inevitable. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. No, that's it fair. Is, part of a healthy healthy relationship you're gonna fuck up be able to apologize okay this one is maybe a polarizing one sharing personal things about like you and your relationship with their friends and family what's your take that's hard because I can see why you might personally need to talk about these things with someone mm-hmm. I might want to come to you and I'll need to share some of these personal things yeah. but you're a trusted person I know you're not gonna like post it on your Instagram stories yeah. you know so <laughs> yeah I get that if he had said, please do not share this, and I shared it, different story. Yeah. Red flag. I agree. Yeah. I agree with that. I think that's right on. I think sometimes we need advice and we need to talk things through. But then this is hard, too, because, like, I've definitely talked about, you know, like, some some sexy time stories with my friends. But now when I look at it, I'm like, is that really rude and disrespectful to talk about, you know, someone's personal 
experiences in the bedroom and like reveal that about another person who didn't like sign off on that so that's another thing to be careful Mm. of like maybe just make sure you're protecting the person who you're with that you're not revealing things that they didn't sign up for to have revealed yeah next one moving too quickly it's a red flag for me (laughs) is it okay yeah i have to agree i have to agree especially now that we're like older there's like a lot more to lose when you get in a relationship with someone. I get that as people get older, they are moving more quickly. Like clocks are ticking. You know, if you want to have a family, the pressure is on. I get that people are like meeting each other and within a year getting engaged as they get later and later in their 30s. And I've like seen it happen. And that's fine. Where it's a huge red flag for me is if I'm like, I don't want to move fast. I want to take this slow and be intentional about this. If that is not what ends up happening it just it kills it for me like I can't I don't want to feel rushed and pressured and stressed yeah if they're forcing you into something that you're not ready for huge massive massive red flag but I also think make sure that you're not just jumping into something because there are those things like clocks ticking and pressure and all those things happening like you're currently doing a lot of self-work and taking your time and enjoying single life yeah. because you don't want to do that no. like you're trying to per- to avoid that you have to be on the same page and if you're not if someone's like I really don't want to move in with someone too quickly or I'm very careful with how I say I love you with people I really take my time blah 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 but then mm-hmm. someone then they put those expectations on you like we should be moving together by moving in by now or we should be saying I love you no, or no, like no. let's move faster than it's just no it's a no <laughs> love this one writing romantic notes or poems or like songs for you red or green the reddest of flags for me <laughs> the reddest of flags i would literally shrivel up into the driest like my vagina would not open <laughs> it would it would seal shut dude i can't you could never i, can't. Kayla, I, want, I don't want to break your heart but you could never date me <laughs> but i could i would get past those things to date you because i freaking love you but like I just, maybe we just wouldn't have a very sexual relationship. I don't know. I would change your mind. I would change your mind. Okay. As someone who is a writer, I I definitely do that. I published and printed off my very first poetry book for my ex, a book of fucking poems I wrote about him. And like, yes, that makes me want to die. And I'm cringing currently. But also it was really, it was really cute. It was very, very lovely. And if I was on the receiving end of that, I think I would cry. Like I know for other people, I like brought this up with one of my other friends. And she was like, I, I would probably cease to exist if someone did that to me like I would just <laughs> I would perish I would perish on the spot and I'm like oh my god it would, it would be so nice so I love romantic gestures I used to like always leave little cute notes in like my partner's bag when he was like leaving for a trip well that's sweet yeah okay sorry romantic notes I love you know what though I'm thinking of this from like Gabe like if Gabe just randomly wrote <laughs> confess his love to me in a really intense note I'd be like are you okay <laughs> Um, are we good but I think back my very first love was a guy who wrote a song for me and played it at camp in front of everybody at the talent show and it was like the most beautiful sweetest thing and then he was my first kiss that night I got to like sneak out it was really sweet and I respect that he had the balls to do that he was ready to lose the v card (laughs) yeah except I was so proud no that was not gonna happen with a song buddy I'm sorry that would do it for me I'd be like you're in (laughs) Okay, another another polarizing one. Being a bad texter. For me, because I'm a terrible texter, um, I know that yeah. people are very much like if you 
if you care about someone, you'll make time, you'll respond, you won't leave someone hanging, you won't play games. Like, if you're playing games and being like, I'm going to wait 72 hours between when I text oh. this girl, like, no, fuck that, grow up. But if you just are, are terrible at it and there's a better form, like, hey, I will call you, but I'm a bad texter. But I really do believe for almost everyone I know, being a bad texter is, is a red flag. It's just not for me. Yeah, it's not good, especially if you're just starting out in the relationship. Like, that's when you should really, like, if the person really cares about you, they should be, you know, pursuing and responding in a reasonable time. Yeah. But I remember this used to be a big issue for Gabe and I, um, like, even years down the line, because I was such a bad texter. And during the day, he'd be like, okay, are we meeting up at the gym after work? Or are you going to go straight home? And I just, I would never reply, so he couldn't, like, plan his life. So I, I get how that could be extremely frustrating. Oh, yeah. Okay, gives undivided attention and, like, very active listening. Like, yes, queen. Green. Give me all of your attention. Actively listen to me. I am yours. Green all around. They're a mama's boy. Someone wrote that in and I laughed really hard. They're a mama's boy. This would be a red flag for me, but I need to define why. Okay. If it's a mama's boy, because, so one of the first reasons I fell in love with Gabe was because of how he treated his mom. Mm -hmm. He treats Mm -hmm. his mom like gold and she is a saint and I love that about him. However, if he was the kind of guy who's like mom still pays his bills, mom does his laundry, mom like, you know, does the car bills and his insurance and like checks in on those things to make sure he's like still doing all that. Like that's that's a red flag for me. Okay, no, 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 no. Because if he's a man child or whatever the equivalent is of whatever. Man child. Yes, man no, child. No, no. <laughs> a man child is a fuck no for me. I've been there. I've lived that life of dating a scrub. And it's, oh, it's no. It's a, it's a thousand times red flag. A man child is a turn off. A mama's boy is like 20 out of 10 for me. How a man treats his mother is, I believe, truly how he will treat his wife and 100 percent. all of my partners except for the shittiest one i've ever had have had really beautiful relationships with their mothers and that's mm-hmm. always been very attractive to me okay this this will be a fun one staying close with their ex kaylin it's a fucking no for me it's a it's a red straight up yeah it's a red yeah. all right let's yeah. drink because it is <laughs> not a red for me it's not it's not a red for me because i have every intention of staying friends with my ex forever and i've done it in the past i was dating someone who was still friends with their ex and it was always appropriate it was just there was a really mutual like a big mutual respect and care and consideration about a person that was a really big part of their lives and so if they're being fucking dodgy about it then it's a then it's a red flag but if they're not being sketchy about it I think there's it seems to be really rare but I've seen a lot of examples of how it can work but if this is just like someone that they had dated before you, that they had like had sex with a few times, didn't really have this like long relationship with. It's kind of like, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Do you really need them around? Like, well, and if it's a if it's you? a fuck buddy versus like someone that you loved, I think that's also different. Like what? Like what? Are you, why are you still hanging out with a yeah. fuck buddy? Like what? what is that all about? Versus like, OK, but this yeah. person was my best friend for like almost a decade. So like I'm going to continue yeah. to not still have the same relationship with them, but to not like close them out entirely. I think that's like acceptable. Yeah, and I think it's okay to establish some boundaries of what you're okay with yeah. without, like, telling the person what to do and how to, you know, you're not trying to control their life. Another great one that someone wrote in, giving you space for your hobbies. Just Huge, beautiful, just green. shining green flag. A green light <laughs> all the way down the street. So actively showing you off and, like, taking you to meet their family and just being really, really proud of, you know, of you being their partner. It's a big green. 
this is a big brain that like just to share that there's good souls out in the world when i first started dating gabe like one thing that i recognized that he always did was like sh- and not love bombing but he would always give genuine compliments to me in front of other people too that's which nice. was just like oh wow having someone that's not afraid to say beautiful things about you in person to other people is really oh my god and also on the flip side of that when couples are like condescending or shitty about each other in public it is the most uncomfortable thing i hate it so not good another one that someone wrote in things happen only on their terms or not at all so basically their way or the highway red red no red disgusting No, no i hate that and it like life is a compromise relationships are a compromise and if it's always going to be one person's way there's going to be a lot of resentment and a lot of issues it's a no for me another one is stonewalling and like having trouble communicating it is a red flag I think at this point in my life if I met someone who was actively like had a lot of trouble communicating it would be a red flag I couldn't move forward with it but if you're in a relationship with someone and you're starting like you love them it's it's going well but when you have fights they're shutting down they're stonewalling they're not able to communicate I don't think that means you need to walk away I don't think that's like red flag Mm -hmm. cut the cord I think that's like red flag this isn't how we want to communicate with each other let's get a bit of help let's work through this let's like address this shit and fix it so that we don't have a lifetime of communication issues it's a fixable problem and every relationship is going to have moments where you're not communicating effectively that's literally inevitable it's the whole point of being with another person like you're gonna bump heads at some point but if they're not willing to change or you're not willing to change your communication then red flag okay this next one the person is extremely messy red flag i see you smiling at me Kaylin, and i feel attacked (laughs) i feel attacked i mean okay this kind of goes back to the the other one too if it's something that you've like communicated and they're working on it fine yeah but if they're just like a chronic messy person and you can't do it and you've talked about it and they're not willing to change then it's probably a red flag for you which it probably would be for me I think just because I am the messy one it is not a red flag for me uh because I think you just figure out things that work like I might need to be with someone who's extremely clean and organized and willing to like shoulder that burden and I will be the person who like cooks and grocery shops and like takes Mm -hmm. on something else Hopefully someone out there is willing to put up with that. Hey, there's someone for everyone. There's someone for every messy little heart. (laughs) Okay, the next one. um, I mean, cheating. Cross the board, a red, and probably the one of the biggest reds. Like I know a lot of people are able to stay and work through it and move forward. My hat's off to them. Maybe it'll change when I have kids and I'll feel differently. But as of now. I think I would be out. I'd be like, bye. Can we trust each other? Yes, no. That's going to determine if I can stay with you. Okay, this is another big one that I'm seeing happen around me is when people are at different life stages than you. Like if someone is a total party animal and you're like, yo, my partying days are over and I'm like dating you Mm. and I like you, but like, is this a problem? Or the opposite. If I'm like, I'm very social and I go out all the time and you're a hermit that never wants to leave their house. Like, I don't know. Well, those aren't even really life stages. Those are like difference in extrovert, introvert. I'm thinking like it could be either. you're ready to have kids and the person is like, I don't want kids at all. I'm just like ready to. Ooh, Okay, so that's two different things. Travel. So two different things. So if you're at different life stages, mm-hmm. just because you grew up differently, you're different ages, whatever. That's like one. Yep. And then introvert versus extrovert is another one. Mm. I think different life stages, there's still 
it's not a red flag. There is compromise to be found. I think you can mm-hmm. find a way through it and know that like this isn't necessarily who they are. This is the stage that like everyone goes through versus if you're innately like I want a family. I don't. I'm always going to want to go out every weekend, even when we're old, because I love dinners out and shit. And the other person never wants to talk to another human. I don't know if I could do that. I think that's a it's a red for me. Yeah, that's a red for me, too. You'd have to have some same level of socialization habits. <laughs> that's the best word I can think of. Agreed. At least for you to have like build a, a life together. Otherwise, I feel like you're living in just a separate life. Yeah. Because you're going out doing your thing and your partner's just staying home. Yeah. Agreed. This is a really cute one that someone wrote in when they always make you a second coffee while they make one for themselves. I love that. I think it's really sweet. It just shows thoughtfulness and it shows like yeah. a lifetime of little moments where you are looking out for each other and like taking care of each other in small ways. I love that. My ex didn't even drink coffee and he would have a coffee made for me when I would like <laughs> wake up and get out of bed and got a coffee maker for me. And I was like, that's fucking nice. That's really nice. That's fucking nice. That's fucking nice. <laughs> There's no two ways about it. <laughs> Big, big green flag. I love that. Next one someone wrote in was validating how you feel. I mean, yes, like no argument there. Validation, as we learned in the last episode, actually, is one of the most important things you can do to help someone with whatever they're going through. Like it's not problem solving for them. It's not fixing it. It's literally validating and being like, I understand that you're going through this and I understand why. And like, even if we're fighting, even if I disagree with why we're fighting, I understand like the history that you have that would make you feel this way. It's probably like one of the most mature signs in a relationship Mm -hmm. when you're able to do that. Okay, not wanting to talk about sex and what you like in the bedroom. It's a big red for me. Red flag. Big fucking red. Big fucking red. You need to be, if you're not comfortable to talk about sex, then like that doesn't bode well to me for your your comfort levels and confidence in like having a great sexual relationship together. We need to be able to talk about things. So no. Uh, not being interested in sex, like having a really low sex drive. Um, obviously, if if it hasn't always been that way and it's just like a phase, then whatever, you might need to talk to a therapist or a doctor or find out what's going on. There could be a reason. But if in general you're matched with someone who has a very different sex drive than you, I, I think it's a really big red flag. I think you're setting yourself up for a mm-hmm. lifetime of issues. It's a no. Yeah, I think you hit the nail on the head. Your sex life is going to ebb and flow throughout your relationship, especially when you throw a baby in the mix. Hundo. And that's totally normal. But to your point, if you're starting it off and one, it's like, if it's extremely essential to somebody that you're having sex multiple times a day and they've communicated it and that's just not your thing, it's going to be a hard relationship for you. Yeah, yeah. Okay, what about when they don't like your friends? Ooh, that's a tough one. I think there's so many nuances here because I've had experiences where my partner hasn't liked my friends because he's recognized that they're not treating me very well. Yeah. So it's almost like he's calling people out for being shitty. Yes. And that I love. But if they don't like your friends for weird reasons or they're not even putting the effort in. Or like in, superficial like reasons. a controlling standpoint. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Then like fucking red flag for sure if they like don't like any of your friends and to me they're trying to control you and they're trying to like keep you away from people and I do not like that that's a hard no what about when you don't like their friends like if there's no one in their life that you're like feeling great about I mean would I break up with the person like I don't know it depends if the if the friends are always around and they're annoying and it's like interfering with my relationship with them then yeah yeah but if they're just like kind of weird and quirky and like he can hang out with them alone and we can find some couple friends that we get along with and it's fine yeah yeah 
Okay, someone who asks you lots of questions and follow-up questions. Green, beautiful thing. Green flag. Sexy. Sexy as hell. What about if they're lazy and like not ambitious? That's extreme red it's flag It's really for me. red for me. It's just my value system is like values ambition. I cannot help it. It is how I was yep. raised. It is how I will probably raise my kids. It, it, everyone is different, but I can't, I can't deal with it. This is a big one, actually, especially as relationships get serious. Supporting your successes, even if it comes like at the sacrifice of something in your relationship. So like your partner gets a job that's going to require them to travel a lot or they get a big opportunity that means they're not going to be home as much or they're going to be like really stressed and have competing priorities. It can be really hard to feel like something might be being taken away from you. But I think to me, what shows the biggest green flag in a partner is if they support you doing things no matter what it means for them and like if it's meaningful to you Mm -hmm. big green oh that's a huge green yeah that's like that's probably gonna happen to a lot of people at some point whether it's like taking on a new job opportunity or introducing a child into your life like your partner is no longer the number one most important thing in your day like your your time is now being shared so I think that is that is the most beautiful green flag that can ever be ever be waved I agree Next one, has no savings or is not very good with money. Personally, that's a red flag. If you're at the age in life that we are at, that's a red flag for me. If you are 18 to 22 years old, yeah. it's okay. Fair enough. <laughs> that's a good distinction. That's a good distinction. Um, that's a really tough one. To me, it's like coupled with something else. So like if you're not ambitious and you're not, you don't have big goals for yourself mm-hmm. and you're not good with money and you don't save, then it's a no. But if you Mm -hmm. are, you work really hard and you just have some issues with money in terms of like your money narratives or you were never taught and you're like, you're not a great saver, I think it's fixable. I wouldn't red flag it. I would be like, this is something we need to work on. Yeah. Okay. Doesn't treat family or friends well. Fucking red. Like get like, thank you. Next. Goodbye. Forever. Sprint. Do not stop. Slam the door. (laughs) Don't look back. Someone who is very giving and generous, and that doesn't need to be like monetarily. Huge, green huge flag. green. Whether they're giving like in bed yeah. or they're giving with their time or their help or their oh, anything. It's beautiful. So beautiful to have like a generous soul. Yes. Okay. A big video gamer. No. 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 Red. No. Sorry. Yeah. I'll support like everything you do, but not that. Being controlling is something that I cannot stand, cannot stand for. It is one of the biggest red flags for me. I've had a, it didn't even get to a relationship level. I went on some dates with a dude who like passed comment on what I couldn't, couldn't wear out and was like, you're going to wear that. That's, uh, that is too revealing. You should change. And I was like, you should, excuse me. You just revealed yourself and you should change your fucking attitude and get out of my house. Like, goodbye. Okay. What about someone who wants to do everything with you? While that might be cute at the beginning, that to me would be a major red flag. Personally, I need my friggin' space sometimes. And I think to be in a, a healthy interdependent relationship, we kind of talked about this earlier, it's really important to do things on your own. And if someone is constantly like, especially after you've been like, hey, I'm going to go take a little solo walk or like, I'm going to go hang out with Jill and this person just always wants to be there. Yeah. I just, it's a, I couldn't do it. I, th- I think younger me... um 
who had like a very you know romanticized idea of relationships thought that that would be so sweet and so cute someone who wants to do everything with you like that sounds so nice and as I've grown up it's it screams like attachment issues it screams like trust issues and Mm -hmm. it's just like they need to be independent and you need your own lives separate from each other that's actually really funny. I feel like if like 20 year old us were going through this list right now, a lot of the reds would be greens yeah. because we're so underdeveloped and we don't really have a sense of self yet. The thought of someone like love bombing us and oh my like, God. Well, wanting to do everything. We grew up would be watching so the OC. Romantic. We would be like, oh my God, yes, die oh for God. me. Take a bullet. Like, just like, yes. <laughs> we're like, oh my God, that's so romantic. Like, are you kidding me? No. Yeah, 100%. No, so much of that toxic shit we just learned from watching shows where like love in when you're a teenager is so obsessive and crazy and the older you get the more you're like hell no give me my alone time yeah okay last but not least someone who is interested in self-improvement and doing the work that is like green that is like the perfect one to end this on because if you're doing the work yeah you're just fixing all the red flags that may have come up in the relationship and now the now they're green amen Turn those red lights into yeah. greens. Love that. Well, this was fun. Thank you, everyone who submitted your red flags, green flags. I feel like we should do this every year and see if it changes. So if you have any other burning questions for us and you want to get us in the hot seat, you can DM us your questions and we'll dive into them in an upcoming Asking for a Friend. Thank you so much for listening, guys. Go get the green flag love that you deserve. So there you have it, guys. Thank you so much for listening. If you like what you heard today, it would mean the world to us if you would subscribe and leave a comment or a rating. And we'd love it if you would share this with your friends by screenshotting the episode and sharing it on social by tagging at Teach Me How to Adult Podcast and DM us with any topics or guests you'd like to hear on the show. See you next time. Bye. Bye.